Hello, everybody, and welcome to Golf versus Golf, the hybrid podcast where we discuss, debate, and analyze everything in the world of golf and disc golf. I'm your co-host, Charlie Tinsley, and join with me in studio, as always, Aaron and Anthony Bellini. Fellas, how you doing today? Good, good, good. What up? All right. So, <laughs> Anthony's feeling a little spicy tonight. We are coming to you. Today is Tuesday. You'll be hearing this on Thursday morning. If you download it the day the time it comes out. However, lots been going on. We had an interview with Greg Holland last last podcast, MLB awesome w- interview World Series. Definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't. Um, we got a giveaway. He had a signed baseball that we will be giving away on this show. We have an interesting discussion topic to go over on this show. Also, FedEx Cup champion. And the beginning of Disc Golf Pro Worlds Championship. We got a lot to go over. But first, fellas, I believe y'all played some golf this weekend. I did. Aaron, you went down to Myrtle Beach. I did. How'd that go for you? It went it went it was awesome. We played the Legends courses. They got three they got three courses in the same area right there. We stayed on the property. We got free breakfast and free lunch that come with it every day. Um they got the Heathland course, which is a link style course. They got the Parkland, which is more traditional, and then they have Moreland, which is tough. And uh, I will I will say that I did not I, I I broke eighty every day except for one. So a pretty good yeah pretty good weekend for you. Yep, and I took Shannon Smith's money. Shannon Smith, yes, has he listened to the podcast? He yet? has. Okay, yeah. So and you took his money. I did. <laughs> well, sorry to hear that, Shannon, but thank you for listening. Um, well, Gambler. Glad you <laughs> I also played in a PGA event, and I broke 90 both days. <laughs> That's about all we can say about it. <laughs> so, um, listen, let me let me just start no, by don't saying. Start. Wait, you wasn't there. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to even start. Just hush for a second. Anthony sends us this link to our phones, and he's like, if y'all want to follow me. Which I enjoy. Which me too. I now, like, the, like okay. First I, of all, back up there. I don't send you the link to because I thought I was going to win. I didn't say that. All right, that's how you. That's how it said. Let me talk. So he sends us the link, and I'm working, and I'm following, and he starts on hole. What'd you What'd you start on four? I started on four. He started on four, and he makes par, 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 bogey, birdie. And I'm like, not a not a bad start. I'm like, wow, awesome. So, and it wasn't live scoring; it would only update every like three holes. So then I start watching the back nine. <laughs> Did that get a little interesting it on was, the back? Yeah. All right, let me explain. Go ahead. He made a ten on a par five. Am I? Was you there? <laughs> oh, you what? Shut up. He's a little sensitive. I, I can tell. First of all, let me let me. Uh, now this is no excuse, okay? This this golf course is long. All right, it's sixty nine hundred yards. That's long. I'm, well, I'm not in disagreeing right. with you. Well, I didn't play the white tees at Legends, bud. All right. First of all, <laughs> shots fired. Second, of was all, you there? Second of did all, did you know I played the white? I know you did. Nope, they were not white. Whatever, they're not the back tees. They wasn't white. This wasn't even – we didn't even play the back tees. The back tees are 7,400 yards. Wow. Yeah, so shut it. And, okay, I played good. I started out good. You did. I was impressed, actually. So I thought – you know, I've been playing softball, too. So I tried to uh, – Greg talked about – and I tried to get it out of my mind that I was playing softball. So I make the turn back at even par. You know, and I'm thinking – You didn't right. actually make the turn. You still – Well, you know what I mean. I, I went to 10 even part. Oh, I was impressed. For real. All right, so then I go to number 10. And it's a short hole. I hit four iron. Like doo-doo. <laughs> and it barely makes the fairway. Don't you love when you do that? You should have – when you do it, you were just like, why didn't I just hit driver if I was going to do that? No, because if I would have hit driver, I'd have been in the creek. So you hit it a long way. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying the creek was short. Okay. Shut up and let me tell the story. <laughs> I'm feeling good tonight. I'm going to be honest with you. So it barely makes the fairway. All right. There's a lot of fairway in front of me. There's a creek that's probably 20 yards wide. And then the hole. That's a big old creek, Dude, bro. It is. A, I mean, the is creek's it, not. It's not all creek. It's the, a, the bank and, the the, bank yeah, and everything. You, the whole thing's 20 yards. 
So I've got 250 yards into the hole on a downhill slope. And I told myself, I said, lay up, knock it on, make par, take double out of play. Well, I didn't. You know, I'm even par. I'm feeling good. Um, so I hit three wood into the little thingy there on high grass. It's probably, it's high. So I chopped it and it didn't come out. Shut up. Don't, don't interrupt me. <laughs> I chopped it again and I got it out. But you've seen the picture. It, it, now, I'll post the picture if y'all want to see it, of how thick the rough was there. Into the rough. It was some thick rough. But then I hit a good shot out of the rough and made about a 12-footer for double. We're good. Join, then, us, join us next week as we talk about what we were going to talk about tonight. Tonight, we're going to go through every single shot of Anthony's 88 in this first round. So, we're <laughs> going to be here a while. Shut up. <laughs> I was just telling you that. I was going to tell you after that hole, I lost it mentally and the wheels fell off. And then... You of know, your cart. I was ready to go home. I have been there, and so and then I did all. get all the way around back to one. It's par five. Hooked it out of bounds. Hit it dead straight out of bounds, and then hit it in the high weeds. Couldn't find it. Had to drop. Made a smooth ten. So what he's trying to say is not the best finish, but you did get to play. I have yet to play any disc golf here of late, and that's with. School starting back, coaching soccer, just don't have much time. But I will get to this weekend. Let me talk about this real quick. Do you like soccer better than disc golf? Um, I feel like coaching soccer and getting to, you know, try to influence young men is more important. Take coaching out of it. Yeah, Play. out of. Co- I don't know because I was so engulfed, golf, ah, engulfed in soccer as a young person, but now. I couldn't play soccer. I mean, I'd much rather play disc golf. Um, I just can't. You still it's, got good feet. I do, but I feel I'm, like that's for, what they used to say about half, you. Remember? For, yeah, but for three and a half minutes, and then I'm done. When you so, first come here, they're like, "Man, he moves. He moves good for a." And big y'all boy. didn't have soccer. We had to play basketball. So you had good I footwork. Just, just not good hands. I had concrete hands. Anyway, enough about us. We got a lot to talk about tonight. First things first, the golf versus golf discussion topic. Fun one tonight. I was excited when I seen it. So it is, and I want to do this. We'll do this from time to time. We're comparing equipment, golf versus disc golf, the whole point of our podcast. So we're going to compare probably the most, I don't know the word, overused, under, I don't know the word, the most, what's the word? I'm, I'm confused. I am too. Sorry. We're going to talk about the driver. Okay. Okay. And I feel like you can get yourself in a lot of trouble with the driver in golf and the driver in disc golf. So we're going to compare those two tonight and talk about them. And just to kind of get us started here, when golfers, maybe not you in particular, but when y'all look for a driver, what do you what are you looking for when you go to buy a golf driver? How it looks when I'm when I'm holding it. Really? Seriously. Like how the like the club head yeah. how it sits on the ground. Everything about it, the shape of it, the color. Like a couple years I was years, not expecting that answer. Like, I'm just going to be honest. A couple years ago Mizuno came out with like a blue face, like a blue head. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Who wants to look down at that? I like something that's sleek. Right. And you can um, you could almost if you hold up close enough you can see your reflection on it. Okay, Anthony. like a Titleist driver, Anthony. but I don't have a Titleist driver. What? And we'll get into that in a minute. What you personally use, but what about you, Anthony? Um, I don't really care. I mean, I care about the shape more than I care the shape of the head. I guess. Right. I don't know. I've really never thought about it. Yeah. Like, but I don't, you know. Is it for golfers? Like, and I'm about, we're about to see a difference in golf and disc golf. It, is it for golfers? Is it just the newest one out? Well, I mean, I've got a driver now that I had for, well, right now I have a driver that's an inch short. The shaft's an inch short. And it it's helped me keep it in play because it's shorter. Right. So I don't know exactly what you're talking about because I don't really go buy new drivers. Yeah. So No, I get that because you're not constantly buying. Now, he, here's where a difference is in golf and disc golf. Disc golf, you have multiple drivers. 
in your bag. And all different colors. And different colors that do different things. What you want, you, most every golfer, I'm guessing most every golfer has one driver, and they want to either, and they can shape the ball. Most probably are just trying to hit it straight, really. Yeah. For the amateur golfer, at least. Yeah. They're just trying to get it straight. Now, once you progress a little bit, you can learn how to draw and cut a ball and do all that stuff. But in disc golf, it's completely different. I bag probably five, four or five drivers. Does the color matter to you? Color doesn't matter to me. I'm here's when I get a driver. Number one, I'm how does it feel in the hand, right? And I mean, do y'all ever swing a driver, a golf driver, and just feel like ah, that's I don't like that. I well, I'm both. I've swung one that feels really good and I can't hit it. Yeah, and then swung one that feels really bad and can hit it. Yeah. So so let me break it down to you like this. I feel like I can hit anything. I swear, I really do. No, I don't mean I can. You but. you feel like the technology's so good. Yeah, today. I mean I feel like here's my whole take on drivers. If you get the shaft that's right for you, most of the new heads are all going to perform the same. Maybe maybe two three yards. Maybe the maybe. shaft is the engine. Here's of the my club. thing too. Years ago, Anthony, when when he was a lot better than me, when I was really bad at golf, I'm still better than you. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> years ago, he he would always grab one of one of Paul's old clubs, and it was the old persimmon clubs, right. and it had actual screws in it. Hence the name. You hit that one into screws because they had, they literally had screws in the face, and he could, I swear he could knock the poop out of it. Right. And I and I never could hit one, but that goes to show you if you hit it dead in the center of the face. Now them 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 woods and persimmon heads don't go as far as today's technology, obviously. Right. I used to be Aaron with Rams. I had a set of Rams. They were orange. I remember. I remember those. I believe. And and Aaron. When we was probably, I don't know, maybe 14, he went and borrowed money from my grandma and bought a brand new set of King Cobra irons. I sure did. Actually, were they, King, they were King Cobras. They were King Cobras. Rest in peace, Mamma. I did not pay you back for those. What I love a you, loser. <laughs> <laughs> you never paid her back? No, no. Oh, my soul. I did not. Let's hope your mom don't hear this. No, mom knows. Okay, mom. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Uh, so now I don't want to get off topic because we're talking about driver for disc golf. Let me explain. I, I like it feeling feeling the hand. Now they they consider like um, a seven, eight, and nine. Nine's kind of a distance driver, but I'll put it in the fairway driver. You have fairway drivers which are not as thin. It's not as maybe aerodynamic. Then you have ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Now we've oh, there's some that says fourteen. Now flight numbers change depending on the company that's making it. But I'm going to specifically, as y'all were talking about drivers, I'm going to talk about 10 speed and up, okay? Me personally, certain 13s where it, where it's a real uh, wide rim disc is how they say it, like the it don't feel good in the hands. Right. So some of it, that it might fly good with me, but just because I don't like the feel in my hands. But sometimes that has to do with the material it's made out of. Well, I remember playing in North Cove, and I, gra- I found that 13. Right. And he was like, you will not be able to throw that. Right. And I couldn't. Yeah. And, and so when I'm looking at it, I'm looking at stability. I'm looking at feeling the hand. I'm looking at material. What makes it harder to throw, though? For a, for a new arm yeah. is, and this is going to be, and this is a question I'm going to ask y'all, so I'm going to ask you by answering this. The biggest misconception about disc golf is, for someone getting into it, is the higher the flight number, the first flight number, the speed of the disc, the farther it will go. But the harder it is to throw. Yes, they don't understand that. Just because a destroyer, which is one of the most famous distance drivers of all time, the flight numbers are like 12, 5 is the glide, negative 1, 2. Um, so 12. They think, oh, 12. Well, I'm throwing a 6. A 12, of course, is, is a faster speed disc. However, to throw that... You're going to have to have a lot of arm speed, or what's going to happen is it's just going to bail out left because it's too overstable for you. So you learn that, and you learn what disc you know you can throw at certain speeds. But that's the biggest misconception as someone that comes into disc golf. They want to buy the highest 13 drive, 14 speed drivers, and they can't throw them because they don't have the arm speed to. It would be like this. It would be like me getting like the stiffest shaft in a driver, and wondering why every time I hit it. 
to the right. I, I hit it to the right. It's the same kind of principle there. You got to have the club head speed. You got to have the arm speed to throw those higher numbers, and that's a misconception. What would you say the biggest misconception in a golf driver is? Uh, like the driver itself. Yeah, I would say people. I would say people think that they can that they swing faster than they do. So they get stiff shafts and they can't swing them. Like their club head speed, which yeah. is how fast the club is coming through. Yeah. Sw- how fast you're swinging, really. Right. Like for a stiff shaft, Anthony, what is it? Like 107 it's probably, plus? It's probably like one of, it's probably like 98 to 105 for a stiff. And then after that, it's extra stiff. So that's how fast you've got to be swinging the club. That's to, the club head speed. And I would say most amateurs don't don't get to 100 miles per hour. That's a fast club head speed, if I'm not. I yeah. mean, what would you like say? Bryson that, DeChambeau, I think he's got the fastest. It's like 130. Yeah, now that that's ridiculous. But mm-hmm. you're thinking that's world – that's yeah. top of the game. That's what I'm saying. Like, average golfers think they really swing. Now, they may swing 130. Right. But not where they're sp- – not at the ball. Right, right. You know, so I don't know. I mean, as far as the – And I'm good. What is it? Stiff is 97 to 104. Okay. And then for the driver, anything over 105 is extra stiff. Okay. So, I mean, you got to be absolutely swinging it hard. But the same thing with disc golf. The harder you throw, a lot of times you lose accuracy if if your form's not right. It's all about form. So, I mean, I I would say there's some that try to swing the stiff shaft, and they might get the club head speed. But Here's what I learned also. When I bought my driver that I have now, I bought a 70-gram hazardous stiff. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that means, so you're it's to. it's a it's a pretty stiff shaft. Okay. I may can swing it the speed I need to one time. But as the realm progresses progresses and you start getting tired, you cannot let now the shaft Anthony had, if you start letting off that shaft, you can't hit it straight. So I found a shaft that I could swing a whole round and still hit the ball straight. Right. So I don't know I don't know that that really correlates really with disc golf. I guess your arm could get tired if you you can throw, probably throw a 13 one time. Right. Really good, but you can't do it the whole round. Yeah. I mean some can, some can't. Um some some have such fast arm speed if they don't throw something real overstable, they'll flip everything over. Yeah. And so that's kind of I mean that's an Which interesting Which is the same in golf. If yeah. you swing a flimsy shaft, you're going to hook it. Yeah. Every time. Right. So So Going into drivers, we're kind of seeing what is, when when we talk about drivers, when, and if you have a scenario, this would be great, but when do you use a driver and when do you not? Maybe when some others would. If you have a scenario or a hole in mind. Go ahead. If I'm hitting my driver good, it's, I'm more confident in it than I'm anything. Like Aaron said earlier, if he was going hit that forearm so bad, why you just hit driver? Well, that hole in particular didn't call for driver because I would have hit it too far. But if there's a hole that there's no trouble, it's just straight away, if I'm hitting my driver good, I mean, I can hit it. I got more confidence in it than anything because there's nothing worse than you not hitting driver and then hitting it in trouble and messing up. You look like an idiot. So do you like, ever, especially if you know you have to hit this fairway. Now let me ask about y'all personally. Say you get up to a hole and say it's a good bit more narrow. Then do you start thinking, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna club down. Nope. Not not if you're hitting your driver good. Not nope. if I'm hitting my driver Absolutely good. Absolutely not. not. The only the only scenario would be is if I could carry driver to the hazard. You know, straight, not okay. left or right. Right, I like, got you. Like I'm thinking 12 at Silver Creek. Right. Like every time that I play golf and I'm playing good, I'm like, when I get to 12, I'm hitting five iron, five iron, and going to make birdie. When I get to 12, I hit driver. Okay. Every single time. So I'll give you an example. That course I just played, I hit three wood a lot because the tees we were on, if I hit driver and missed it at all, the bunkers were lined up perfect as far as I hit it. 
I figured that out on day one because every time I'd hit driver and miss the fairway, ended up, I would end up in a bunker or something. So I knew the tees I was on, you know, if I hit three wood, I can't get to that bunker. Right. As good as I can hit it, I can't get there. So that's another scenario, especially if you know a golf course like we know Silver Creek or the Lake Club. You know if you hit driver and you miss it right or left just a little, it's in trouble. That's that's the main reason you would not hit one. Right. And I think in golf, if I'm hitting a gap, i got to hit the gap. Whether or not – and if it's an early gap versus a long gap, say the gap's just 50 feet off the tee or the 100, then at that point the driver's going to fly, you know, it's not going to have a lot of movement in it. Now, if it's further on and you got to flex a shot, or a lot of drivers will have some fade and some drift and some stuff like that, you've got to do it. But when you're doing a drive, this is where a huge difference is in disc golf. When you're throwing a driver in disc golf, that you don't have to worry about anything like this in golf. When you throw a driver, remember these are thinner, wider rim disc, so they're going to skip. When they you, hit? When they hit, yes. And that is something that you have to think about. Because if you're coming in with some speed at a basket and you skip, you, you might you have – you got water behind you? Or or you got a 40-foot putt. Whereas if you could have thrown something slower, it would have dug into the ground. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's something kind of in disc golf you have to think about. Like, yeah, maybe the maybe my – I can't really get my fairway driver there, so I'm going to throw distance. But if I throw distance, is the ground play going to even – Will it be worth it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever so, skipped one off the water on accident? No, but people, that's a play. They just played a course. I want to, uh, I can't remember the name of the course, but Reed Frescura, uh, he does that. That's his play. It's hole 17, and there's a big old pond that you're just throwing over the pond, and the basket's 20 feet from the pond, and there's 20 feet behind it's OB. So he just throws it, skips it off the water. That takes some guts. Yeah, that takes some that takes some real guts. <laughs> I couldn't you – because, know, number one, I don't want to lose my disc. Yeah. And, and, number two, you know, if you're throwing over water, you have to come where you last went over land. So well, that's better- a good – I mean, and, and this, is, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about as far as that, but, like, in golf, it's okay to lose a golf ball. Right. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> you know, it's a you don't little want to more, throw one into the water and lose a disc. Yeah, it's a little bit more serious. Now, real quick, and we're about to wrap this up. I've liked the conversation. I've liked how we can see the com- differences and stuff. But what driver do you use? And let me go ahead and preface and say, if you're a company out here that uh, uses, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and sponsor us because we're giving you a shout out right now. I use the TaylorMade Sim Two. TaylorMade Sim Two. Yeah. What do you like about it? I hit it – so before I use TaylorMade, I'll shout out Titleist too just in case they want to send me anything free. Uh, I, I hit the TS2 uh, driver. Right. And for some reason, I wanted to change clubs. I don't know why I wasn't hitting the clubs I had bad. So I bought everything TaylorMade, and uh, I actually put the Titleist irons back in the bag, but I kept the driver, three-wood, and five-wood from TaylorMade. Right. So the driver, TaylorMade, Sim 2, it's got a – 60 gram Tennessee stiff flex. Okay. Shaft. Anthony. I've got two actually. Okay. Because I've not sold one of them yet, but I've got a um, tailor made Sim 2 9 degree with a Fujikora Atmos 70 gram extra stiff in that one. And then I've got a, the one I just bought, which is an inch short. Um, is a King Cobra Rad Speed with a 70 gram extra stiff Fujicore Ventus Blue. Nice. That's Na- Velcore. Nice. For me, if it's open and I have a, lo- a long way to flex it and I'm just trying to get distance, I'm, I'm throwing an end of a Shrike, a Star Shrike. Numbers are like 13, 13 speed, 6 glide, negative 2, 2, something like that. And I'll try to hyzer flip it up and let it fade. If I need just kind of a straight, controlled, more controlled shot, I throw it in of a star wraith. Uh, I think that's like an 11, 5, negative 1, 2. Well, let's so, talk about this. Okay. You can have 14 clubs in a golf bag. Yep. And if you're hitting your driver bad that day, you're just hitting your driver bad. Right. But for you, if you're throwing your Shrike, the 13, bad – and you want to change a driver that you know you can control, you have that option. Yeah, that, and that's true. And I and and sometimes, and I don't know how other people are, but sometimes I might be throwing the wraith really good, and if I'm in a tournament, I might could get more distance with the strike, but I'm just feeling confident with the wraith, right? Or or whatever, or maybe I even disc down to like a, you know, a fairway like a T bird or something. I'm just like 
I've got this dialed. If I feel like I can hit the line with it, just go for it. You yeah. know. So, so yeah, and that's crazy because you know if you were ever to play in a PGA sanctioned event, you can have fourteen clubs, and what you start with is what you have to finish with. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're hitting your driver bad, you can't go to the truck after nine and change your driver. Right. Right. So yeah, it gives you a little more. Um, but you know, this golf companies make money. I don't think that rule will ever change. Really, I think they'll allow as many as you want on court PDGA events. You got so many people playing them. This manufacturers. Which, and let's money. be honest, though, in disc golf, you have you, you need them. You have a lot more creativeness that you have to do. Yeah, in the woods, a lot of times you're having to do different things, and you need you need a lot of discs. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I yeah. just thought that was a cool little comparison there that yeah. I just thought about. Well, listen, we're ending the segment, but if you have a club that you love or a disc that's your go-to, Facebook message us or put it on the comment section when we share this podcast and let us know what it is. We want to hear from you what your favorite club is, what your favorite disc is. Also, we have Instagram now. Golf versus Golf has Instagram. So check us out there. Also, the email golf versus golf, disc golf at Gmail. But message us if you have anything that you really like so let's move on good discussion topic let's move on to this tournament talk a lot has happened in the world of golf and a lot is beginning to happen in the world of disc golf so tournament talk fedex cup and unfortunately anthony me and you did not our picks did not come through but guess who did Aaron's did, and the winner of the FedEx Cup was... Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. Who was, who was pick? my pick like a month ago. Yeah. So So tell me how it went down, because going into the last round, Rory doesn't have the lead, right? No. no Scotty Scheffler put on a choke show. Did he? Absolutely. Because the week before, he won, right? It's easy for me to sit here and say that, but he did. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, so... Well, he me played... How- so he had... He started out the FedEx Cup... He was number one, so he started out at 10 under okay. immediately off the bat. Okay. It was 10 under to even par was the top 29 because Will Zalatoris ended up dropping out because right. of his back. Yeah. So, I don't know how many Rory was back at the beginning of the tournament. Maybe like four. DJ, can you look DJ it up DJ B. Willie's on it. I think maybe four or five, maybe three. I don't really know. By the know. way. DJ B. Willie rocking the glasses. Yeah. Looking like a stud. Did Greg sign those? Okay. Those are nice. Um I bet Lindsay loves when you wear those, Brad. So we're just gonna banter until we (laughs) we're gonna banter until we can figure out when uh how first of all, let's Rory started at four under par. So he's six back. He's six back. All right. The very first hole of the whole tour championship. He made triple bogey on the first hole. That ain't a good start, fellas. Then he made bogey on the next hole, and he went back down to even par. Wow. And so then, he's 10 back in yep. the first three holes. Yep. And he comes back. And then on, the next the – On next, Sunday, he's down – I down wish I would have looked it up. He's, he's, he was down at least four. So, if you'd let me tell you, I'll Okay, tell well, you. tell me. So, after those first – well, then Roy made um, – he made par – and then he made another bogey, and then he made an eagle on the first day. But after that triple and then the bogey, he shot 21 under par in the next however many holes that is, which is nuts. Yes. Yeah, I, he killed it. I called him and told him that I'd picked him on the Because he got all the way back down to yeah. all the way back down to even, and he finished the tournament 21 under par. Wow. Good for him. He killed it. Yeah, he deserved it. Now, and Aaron over there saying Scotty put on a choke show. It wasn't a choke show. He shot three over par. Yeah, Sunday. I know, but what does he have to shoot to win? First of all, like if Rory, Rory like shot, how bad did he be? Rory shot sixty six. Rory shot four under. Scotty Scheffler shot seventy. So how bad did he beat Scotty Scheffler? Scotty Scheffler had to shoot. He 70. beat him by seven. He had to shoot seventy to tie. So two under. No, no, it's even. It's even par. It's par seven. So if if Scotty just would have shot even, if he par. shoots even, he gets into playoff. He shoots sixty nine. Now Scotty wins. didn't play his best on Sunday, but I mean, the pressure that to win your first tour championship, Rory's already won two. That was his third one. So wow. it's a little different situation for Rory because he's he's done it, and Scotty's young, and Scotty's young, but he's won a Masters. Yeah, but you're playing against Rory. I mean, yeah. he's an icon. So, yeah, but he played against Rory in the Masters and beat him. I know. You know that, what's crazy? But it's still different. I mean, I, you I, you think there's more pressure to win the Tour Championship than there is the Masters? 
do you win eighteen million dollars at the Masters? But do you are you a Masters champion forever? Well, I know, but it, and get I a mean, green don't jacket. Act like, don't act like he's playing old fort. Well, I mean, I get that, but whatever. Anyway, go ahead. Charlie. I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, a Masters. We're, is, we're fired up tonight. Go a ahead. Masters is a Masters, but they're playing for eighteen million dollars. I mean, he could go to the Lift Tour and make that in two weeks. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, well, here's my here's one of my takeaways, and this is, I just remember Tor- Tory Rory, Rory always being the young guy on tour, and he's just not anymore. He's not. No, he's the old guy. He is the. Will Zalatoris dropped guy. out, and the dude won five hundred thousand dollars and didn't even play. Really? Yeah, he finished thirtieth place, won five hundred thousand dollars. Zalatoris didn't even win. He didn't play. Didn't play and won, won five hundred thousand dollars. Scotty Scotty got second. And it went from eighteen million to six and a half million. That's <sighs> what a ripoff. Yeah, no, I'm that's just a, that's a third. I mean, but, that's one third but, of what Roy made. You know, Aaron over there saying choke show, ain't nobody played for that kind of money. Not none of nobody we know. Right. I mean, you know, if I'm playing for eighteen million dollars, I'm probably going to shoot ninety seven. Yeah, I'm probably not going to burn hundred. I don't know the mentality it takes. But here's the thing. I mean, again, he's playing against Rory. He's one two. Right. And Rory just played good. Now, the Rory at St. Andrews, that two-putted every green, was not the Rory that played Sunday at Eastlake. It was two different guys. He putted, and he played extremely just out of his mind. And he put pressure on Scotty Scheffler. That's all there's to it. Yeah, and we forget. And these, it's different. I mean, I wouldn't want Rory McIlroy chasing me either. That's what I'm saying. But we forget these guys are human, too, and they make mistakes. It's lonely at the top. All right. Scotty had the lead the whole time. He goes in the last round, and at one point during, I think it was whole like 13 or 14, is the first time somebody led the tour championship besides Scotty Scheffler on the last day. So you got all this pressure on you leading up to that day, and you start off, make a couple bogeys, whatever, and then it's, it's all mental. I mean, Rory's chasing you down. He's playing really good, and then Scotty's gonna, you know, he's gonna try extra hard. And it's Rory McIlroy, not Roy McAvoy. <laughs> from Tim Cup. You're stupid. True or false? I read a study that said golf was 80% mental. True. False. I never read that study. <laughs> I would say. Never read a. I don't even so know. So you how. just throw that out of your hat there? <laughs> yeah. That's cold. Anyway. <laughs> I would imagine. I mean. That's plagiarism. It, it's definitely It's definitely mental for sure. Because if you if you're out of it mentally, you it, it's tough for sure. I wouldn't imagine what to do. I wish Anthony I, was out of it mentally the last. Two I days. mean, but that sounds what Scotty bogeys, and Roy takes the lead, and the wheels kind of fall. Well, off. he didn't bogey. Rory made a putt on. Rory beat him. I, I mean, Rory beat him. Yes, I mean Scotty shot seventy three. He could have played better, but again, Rory made a putt on that par three that's over the water. I think it's fifteen or maybe sixteen. Maybe fourteen. I don't know. It's it over doesn't the matter wa- what hole it was. It's over it's the water, three. and Rory Rory runs it in from. Oh, I, I want to say fired up. I want to say thirty feet. Yeah, and then the next hole, Rory hits one out of the bunker, and it goes clear over the green from a hundred and something yards. Is that the one he had to get relief from the grandstands? Yeah, no. And then he gets up and down, and gets a break that the ball was going so fast and hit dead center of the pin, and it still rolled by six or seven feet, and he made it coming back. And then Scotty missed a little one for par. Yes, he did. And it's, you know, it's stuff like that, you know. Anyway. It was a battle. It's what you want. It was entertaining. So that's the end of the PGA. And we've had even more signed with the Live Tour. Yes. Cam Smith and Joaquin Neiman. Mm. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. So Cameron Piercy – was right. He and, was right. And Cameron Smith didn't want to. He didn't want him to blow it. Yeah. Blow up. Tell him before he could. I think it was Cameron Piercy. Wow. So, Cameron Piercy. Scott Piercy. No, it wasn't Scott Piercy. I thought it was Scott Piercy, and I said that in the podcast. But Yeah, it that's why I'm quoting it. Don't say stuff that's false. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think. Guys, it has been a – it's it's heated in here. Yeah, I so, think it was Cameron Piercy. So, man – when is the? Do we even know when the le- next Live Tour tournament is? I, I don't know, but here's what you got to think about. I read something today. Okay. Do you think that now that they're getting all these big guys, because they've got a budget, 
Of course. Do you think the younger guys, the no-names, now that the big guys are signing, do they just kick the other guys off the tour now, the live tour? No, I, I mean, there's contractual agreements. So it would just If depend- I knew what that meant, I might agree. So it just means that w- when oh, they came contracts. to – Yeah. Okay. So, so when they came to the live tour, they had to sign some contract – I don't know if it was for a season. I don't know if it was for a calendar year. I don't know what it was. So at some I, point, they're going to have to – Some it's point – going to be capped. They'll have to renew the contract, yeah. And then and then they'll need to hope if they do get kicked off, I guess they'll need to hope that the PGA Tour will let them back in. Well, some of them guys have never been on the PGA Tour. But here's the deal. If you're not making it on the Live Tour, are you going to make it on the PGA Tour? Yeah. I mean, well, maybe not, but – I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, that's it, it was a gamble. And I don't know how much of a gamble because it's so much money. But, like, to be relevant in golf, maybe it was. Well, at some point, though, you're going to either have to cap it somewhere with how many can play. Right. Or you're going to have to kick people off. Or you're going to have to lower their salaries. Yeah, but, like I said, it all depends on the contracts they sign. I don't know what. That's crazy. I don't know what the contracts were. Uh, I don't either. I mean, so, I, mean I know the big guys. if it's a year, guys. two years, if it's a season, whatever it was, I don't know. That's for a different day. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting as that develops here in the off season, I guess the next thing in golf though is the President's Cup, right? It is, and you know, I'm going. It, Are you really? No. <laughs> I was about to say. I looked at tickets. Where uh, is it? It's at. Uh, it's in Charlotte. No, at, it isn't. At Quail Hollow. Yeah. Wow. This little card in my in my pocket gives me some pretty good deals, but. Can you get on? Mm, I probably could, but so enough about golf. What's what? going on? This is a golf podcast. What's going off in the disc? What's going on in okay. the disc golf world? So it's been a while because of the interview last week, but the Des Moines Challenge happened, and old Simon Lazat took it down, and I picked him. I believe you did, but I it was did. crazy how it went down because Robert Burridge, who was the college national championship this champion at North Cove, never won a pro, pro tour, never been. I don't think in the top ten as far as I know, comes on and puts on a heater. Now well, coming in the last round, I think Simon has a stroke or two, and I and the two guys chasing him, Robert Burridge and Evan Smith, younger guys, don't really have the experience on tour. I'm like Simon's going to run away with this. Well, he don't. Robert hangs around and ties him, and then they go into a playoff hole, and it's not till the fourth playoff hole till it's decided, and Simon Lazat takes home his third Pro Tour win of the season. And Aaron is two for two on his picks. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, well, Ricky didn't play well. And then on the ladies' side, Kristen Tatar from Estonia. She's back. She won. That's the that's the un, the kind of underdog girl that you're talking about? No, Kristen, Kristen before she got – she's dealing with an injury, but before she was running the show. Okay. So, but Paige Pierce was kind of the – it looks like Kristen's number one. Now, here's what's happening now. This is the biggest week in disc golf all year. It started today, and when you hear this, will be a few rounds in, but the Pro World Championship, the World Championships, the biggest tournament in golf, disc golf is happening right now. First, and it is happening in Emporia, Kansas. Now, I picked Rick because Ricky's already won at the course they're playing at this year. Um, I know it seemed like I, I seem like I pick him a lot, but – it just makes sense. He's, he's the number one player coming in and all that stuff. Well, the first round just finished a couple hours ago. For the ladies, guess who's on top? Does it start with a S? No. It's Kristen Tatar. Oh. She's leading, I believe, by two strokes. Yes, she's – and then for the men, it is um, – it's a tie. No, it's not a tie. Excuse me. Tristan Tanner in first place, negative 12. Garrett Gerthy, negative 10. Aaron Gossage. Ricky and Eagles at negative 10. So, Eagle. or 10 under, I keep saying negative 10. Paul McBeth is right there. He's 9 under. And Chris Dickerson's 8 under. Those are some notable names. Calvin Heinberg's. Ricky's all the way back. He, he's like in 50th place. He's 4 under. But the world championship is 5 rounds at different courses. Charlie, lot. you can say 5 down minus 5. We know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 5 rounds. So, that's a lot of disc golf five to be played. Yes. Sorry, I was sleeping over here. Yeah, it's it's five rounds, so we we won't know a winner till you know the end of the week. And it, right now, it's still anyone's game. It is anyone's game right now between those two courses. How much golf's left to play? So, do they come back to him, or does he catch them? 
Say that one more time. Did the leaders come back to him, or does come back he, to who? Does he? Do they come back to Richie? Ricky. Ricky. Ricky's only four under. The leaders twelve under. That's what right I'm now. saying. For him to catch the leaders, yeah. Are the leaders going to have to fall back, or is Ricky going to have to step? A it little up? bit of both. But Ricky, I don't know. That's if, a lot of people have to come backwards. Though. Yeah, but Ricky is one of the best in the world. If somebody could do it, it could. And some of these courses, I think, when they get to the other course, the Country Club, you, you can have. A, I just feel like he can. He would be if there's one that could do it. He could. But all of them guys. So it's a tall order. But Roy McIlroy just. Done I, it. I mean, it could be done. Yeah, you, Paul McBeth. Paul McBeth is nine under. He could do it. Chris Paul's, Dickerson. Paul's Chris Dickerson started today six holes six under. He birdied the first six holes. He started on fire. Chris Dickerson could do it. Calvin could do it. Um, it's interesting. You need to watch it. Keep up with it on U Disc. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But there's a lot going on in disc golf this week. So we'll keep you updated. We'll talk about it, the results next week. All right. So moving on, we still got two more lines of business for today. Um, we got game time. DJ B. So Willie. Let's go ahead and hit it. Game time with DJ B. Willie. All right, so I have a little game for y'all, and this is this is a little bit different than what we do. Now, Aaron has already, I told him, was explaining the game pre-show, and he already guessed the number one. And it's the number one, Aaron's and the way to phrase this is, it's 2021's best cities for golfers. So the metrics it's taking into account is overall score, the climate, you know, so is it nice to play? Golf course ranks, like, are the golf courses there nice? And the quantity of golf course, or the, yeah, the quantity, how many golf courses there are. Okay. Also takes into place, uh, takes into consideration golf shops and mm. stuff like that. So the best place, best cities for golf to live. Now, here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to let you each, Anthony and Aaron, pick a city, and whoever's highest on the list gets that point. And we'll play, we'll play to three. I'm going first. Okay, you go Aaron first. Aaron already got the top one. All right, go ahead. Las Vegas. Las Vegas, okay, Aaron. Mm, Los Angeles. Las Vegas is fifth. Los Angeles is two. So Aaron gets the <laughs> Aaron gets the first point. All right, here we go. I've Vegas. I don't think I've ever won a game, Tom. All right, so here we go. Aaron's got one point. What's your next? But Aaron, you get to go first this round. I'm gonna go somewhere in Florida. Let's say. Miami. Okay. Anthony. I'm going to say... Can we use it again if we say it? No. It's done once you've said it. Because as soon as I say this, he's going to say the other one. Okay, go ahead. Hilton Head. That's not going to be close. Hmm, Hilton Head. Let me check here. I am not seeing at all Miami, Florida. Now, there's some in Florida, but I'm not seeing Miami at all. Oh, so I'm not even on the board. You're Hilton not Head's in, not on there either. Surely. I don't see – I'm not seeing Hilton Head either. Well, man, there's so many, like – I mean, we don't know. Yeah, I think you're thinking – that. maybe think of bigger cities is what's going to help you. Okay, so no okay, point – we'll or, scratch that one. Scratch that one. My, give me another one. were the dumbest answers. Yeah, I don't know why y'all said that. You just embarrass me. Uh, the Florida whole was a good answer. Yeah, Florida. There are cities in I know, Florida. But I, but I mean, what about Clearwater? Mm, okay. What's your guess? Is that on there? I can't tell you until he guesses. Okay. You can say if it's on there. Not Clearwater. <laughs> Houston. Pan- Houston. Houston is on there. So, Houston, you get the point there. Very good. All right, one to one. Here we go. Don't Aaron. even say Tampa because he was about to say it. I <laughs> An- know you. Anthony, this, go. Anthony, go. So, so I won't say it either. Okay. Um, Tampa's 62. Oh, how many do you have? 100? There's over 100 here. Oh, man. Yeah, so I'm having to scroll. Um, What do you got? Anthony, it's your turn. I, I, I know. <laughs> Sacramento. Okay. Sacramento. <laughs> can we just can we like just say a state? No, you can't say oh, a that's state. That's dumb. Come on, give me one. I don't know. Um, 
California's probably a good guess. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but California's a great guess, by the way. <laughs> um San Francisco. San Francisco is higher what? than Sacramento. Yes, it is. It's like well, it is so like sixty degrees two, there. Two all the to time. one. Two, yeah, you're thinking of climate too. You got to take that in there. All right, uh, if Aaron gets this one and it's your your first pick, what do you got? Can I stay in California or no? sure? <laughs> uh, what about boom, boom, boom? Then I'll give you all the top ten. San Diego. Okay. What do you got, boss man? Oakland. And Aaron wins. San Diego was number nine. Yeah. Where's Oakland? Oakland? Is it on is, there? Uh, I don't. Uh, I think I saw it, but <laughs> it's, I, I it's don't see. Here's the top ten. Here's the top ten. Number one, Scottsdale, Arizona. Number two, which by the way, Greg said some of the best course golfing in the world yeah, is in Arizona. That's why I said that. Number two is Los Angeles. Number three, New York. New York. I was gonna say New York. Yep. Um, four, Anaheim, California. Five, Anaheim, Las Vegas. Six, Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix. Seven, Why did we not say Phoenix? Mesa, Mesa, Arizona. If you're listening to Arizona and I butchered that, I'm sorry. Uh, number eight is Gilbert, Arizona. Number nine is San Diego, California. And number 10 is Glendale, Arizona. That doesn't make sense to me because in Phoenix, it's like 120 degrees. Yeah, but they got a junk load of golf Yeah, but horses. it says it's taking climate and everything I, into, I guess warm weather is consideration. It's not humid. Is, it's is, not. is Seattle on there? No, surely not. I mean, it's something in, something in Oregon. I heard it rains in Seattle. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, all the time, actually. Yeah, actually, I'm just trying Gosh, to Gosh, I wish you would have got that one, Charlie. You, you missed that one. I did. I, I'm still I lost. said it. I said Sometimes. <laughs> Oakland, California was 84th. So hey, it's on there, Seattle though. is 88th. I knew it would be on there at least. I mean, Charlotte, North Carolina is 94. Charlotte. Yeah. There's not many down south here. Is Tampa on there, though? Yeah, Tampa was like in the 60s. Myrtle Beach is not on there? I'm looking. I'm not seeing it. There's a lot of golf courses at Myrtle Beach. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. Well, last thing's this is we have a giveaway, a signed baseball from... The one and only. The one and only. Let, me, let me say something real quick. Okay. Um... Shout out to – hold on. Stall. Stall. I got a shout out to Chandler Smith, who's been watching like crazy – or listening like crazy. And quick story about the baseball. Um, Greg had obviously thrown it a few times, probably in an MLB. No, he's, no it was brand new. Oh, well then, <laughs> I, as you know, as I've talked about, uh, coach soccer, and I have my boys there with me at the field. Okay, and I have a four-year-old and his best friend. Cole was there as well, and the baseball, I was coaching, and I was checking. I looked over on the other side of the field where Solomon and Cole were at, and uh, they were playing baseball. <laughs> Solomon where has did they little, get the baseball, Charlie? Exactly. Why funny, was funny story. Um, <laughs> he has a little hickory crawl dad baseball bat he got at the minor league game, and, and the baseball they were using was the – Signed Greg Holland baseball. So, with How that being said, get... I'm only seeing like one scruff mark on the ball. The signature's in perfect condition. But How yeah. did he get the ball? Well, I let him – like my van has where they can watch DVDs. So, I let him watch it, and it was in the, the front console of the van. That's what Charlie thinks about you, Greg. No, oh, Greg. Yeah. Yeah, I kept I mean... it close. I kept it – it's like right near my heart. Yeah, yeah Solomon, it. come in the kitchen. There's knives to play with in here. Like, what the it world? was in the van. There are no knives. See, there's just baseball. I'm sorry, uh, but it is a fun story. So. That is funny. Um, shout out to Ashley Holland Berryfield, which is Greg and Chase's sister. Oh, yeah. And she'll probably never listen to us again because her brothers are not on here no more. But she said, you've interviewed both of my brothers, but not me. I'm totally kidding. I enjoyed both of the podcasts. And I, I, I texted her back and said, we can get you on to get some dirt on both of them. Which, from what I understand, so, she's probably the competitive. She is. She's we should probably get her the one on that here. started the competitiveness. We could get some dirt on Greg and Chase. Let's do it. Ask her if she wants to be on. We'll, we'll, we'll ring her in. Call her in. All right. So, we have all the names of the people that shared it. And we had a good turnout. So, here is the. Are we going to say all the names? I wouldn't say all the names. There's only 15. Uh, go ahead. Run them what through. What do you think it's going to take? Three hours? Seven. This is now. This is everybody that shared. Yes, because remember, many people liked, but yes. I said like and share. Now we had about oh, almost a hundred likes, probably. And but, by the way, that last episode reached our record 
two days in a row. It yeah. was amazing. And it's still growing. So I don't so think you. it would be. I don't think it would be as fair to give it to the people who just liked it when we said that you have to share it to be entered. But yeah. we will give you a shout out. I'm going to go through all the likes that we got. <laughs> oh no, we're not. I'm and then kidding. Anthony's going to give the rest but, of a shot. But thank you shot. for. Li- I mean, thank you for liking it and keep liking it. But you got to pay attention as to how to win stuff if you want to win it. So we're going to say you win it. You're only in it. You feel you, bad, don't you? If Ed? you share it. Yeah. So then we I get, but I don't want to lose people because of it. Yeah. So no, then I get, got it. I get on number ten. I hit four iron, and oh it's my like gosh, junk. Just read the names, Anthony. <laughs> All right. So Mike Blanton, Blake Young, Michael Garner, Dejan Valini, Ashley Gossett, Scott Demick, Tyler Walker, Kim Austin, Micah Blanton, Chandler Smith, Connor Clark, Tyler Bradley, Teresa Krause, Colt Price, and Drew Price. Boom shot. So there's fifteen names. We're gonna go random.org. Then we're in no particular order, by the way. Um, and they're actually randomized. They on are the randomized. Card. They are Brandon DJB Willie is going to hit random.org one through fifteen. Hit it three times, and shoot me the number. What's the number, DJB Willie? Seven. Number seven. Number seven. Who is it? It's Dijon. Yeah, they're going to think we yeah. have this rigged. Let's Dijon do it. Let's Valley. do another one. Do another one in case she doesn't want it. She's well. Do another one. Do another. We one. can get. I can get. Dijon we'll get another. We'll get Dijon another signed one. Yeah, let's, let's let's do one. Let's more. do another one. I'll hit get us, her. Hit one. us up again, DJB Willie. Do not pick seven. Uh, it's rigged. Brent, did, did Dijon? Who's number you? two? Number two is Michael Garner. We can't do Michael either. Michael just Michael got stuff got a signed. Michael and stuff signed. So we should have left both of those out. Yep. Yeah, let's do bad. another one. And are we going to edit this? Hey, no, y'all no, are y'all fine. are down to a one in thirteen chance yeah. now. <laughs> it was one in fifteen. Your odds these are getting, people will odds get are getting some, better. These people will get something. Don't worry. They're just number twelve. Who is number twelve? Number twelve is Chandler Smith. Chandler. Well done. All right, Chandler. let's pick one more, Brandon. No, <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so I get to the number ten and four iron like crap. Oh my goodness. Okay, we're done. Yeah, two hundred and fifty yards, three wood. <laughs> Just call lost Anthony because he wants to tell somebody Just about the rest <laughs> rest of his tournament. Yeah, if we would have gave that good job, we are not rigging this. No, either, we're not. It's I completely promise. random. Obviously, Thank you for the likes. We wouldn't be. Yeah, we wouldn't shares. be doing it again. If yeah. all right. Thanks for the likes. Thanks for the shares. We're gonna. You got anything lined up for interviews? I have a few. I have a few fillers out. We'll see. We'll but, work on it on the golf side as well. Yeah, we need a disc golf one because we went two disc golf, two golf. So we need another disc golf one to keep things fitty fitty. So, fitty fitty. So I've I've got some ideas. I've got some people that might be, and we'll we'll get that to you. But until next time, whether it's swinging a club or throwing a disc, go play some golf. We're out. We're out.